Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Emma and Nigel presents... Is... It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. Is this anything? All right, let's rock and roll. Rock and roll. Jerry Lopez sitting in. I'm Brad Kloffenstein. So, on this edition of Is This Anything, Jerry, uh, Cummins Engines has agreed to pay the feds $1.7 billion to settle a federal Clean Air Act violation issue say it's the largest settlement ever reached under the clean air act uh cummins admits to no wrongdoing and it affects just shy of one million ram three-quarter ton and one ton trucks and nissan titan pickup trucks jerry is this anything it's only a big deal because cummins admits to no wrongdoing but if you do a little bit of digging uh, they're alleged to have installed emissions defeat devices on hundreds of thousands of engines. Which I think is similar to what Volkswagen did. So it says defeat devices are parts or software that bypass defeat or render inoperative emissions controls, such as emission sensors or onboard computers. What 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 kills me is they have to admit no wrongdoing, yet you're paying $1.675 billion? Yes, that's... What is there to admit if yeah, you're paying $1.675 billion? That's not like saying, keep those three pennies and just throw it in the jar over there. No, it does not take a penny, leave a penny. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. No. To put that in perspective, uh, I think I read that uh, Cummins had sales of approximately $20 billion wow. in profit of a similar uh, about $2 billion is their profit. So that basically wipes out their profit from 2022. So the $1.675 billion penalty would be the largest ever for a Clean Air Act violation and the second largest environmental penalty ever secured by the DOJ. Yeah. So that's a big deal. It is. So let me, this does beget the question of do all these mandates from the EPA, are they, are, have they gotten to the point where it's unattainable? And so now automakers are forced to come up with cheat devices to get around it. I mean, physics is physics at some point, and you can only do so much with an engine. It doesn't matter whether it's electric or not. Right. I mean, you know, you're coming overcoming friction and other forces. So, um, so I don't, how do you feel about that? Listen, they can miss me with this clean air thing because I saw a report that said Taylor Swift has done so much flying around to go to her concert, specifically her, to go to her concerts and all the Chiefs games, that she would have to to, to uh, plant 20,000 trees and let them grow for 10 years to make up for what she's done by herself. Yes. So I I get it, but... The clean air only matters when it's us. Yes, exactly. When yeah, it's Chinese the plebes, don't care. Yeah. yeah. To, yeah to well, great, you have an electric vehicle. Now go park it over here at this you know coal-burning battery plant. Yeah, and in this instance, these are heavy-duty trucks. These are typically work trucks that they're talking about. I mean, you need a certain amount of horsepower to get the job done. Yep. So is this anything? I think it's a huge deal. $1.7 billion. I but mean, you they, did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. No, no they, they're not admitting to anything. But, yeah, given that Cummins is based here in Columbus with a giant giant pseudo headquarters in downtown Indianapolis, obviously a lot of their shareholders are here and a lot of their employees are here. 
Uh, so our next one, and we've got audio for this, of the governor of Colorado. He's got a cringeworthy Feliz Navidad message. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. <laughs> Oh, Jerry. Now, there's also a video that goes with this. The, the, you have to see the video. It doesn't make it better. All right. So I'm going <laughs> to uh, find at Indie Spanglish. I'm going to find this video. I'm going to tweet it out. Uh, is this anything? Yes, this is pandering to the to the a, mil, a millionth level. What he forgets to leave out is uh, this was just days after Denver received 16 busloads of migrants. All right. So I don't think the people of Denver thought it was so Felice of a Navidad to, to wake up with 341 people on the latest convoy of nine buses that arrived in Denver on Thursday, another seven buses on Friday, and they're expecting another hundred buses before the end of December. So you tell me how Felice that Navidad is. <laughs> Welcome, new neighbors. I assume that's what that was. Oh, uh, so, uh, so that is something. Um, uh, our next one, a Turkish TV news anchor is fired for appearing on camera with a, quote, pro-Israel Starbucks coffee cup that's sitting on her desk. It doesn't say anything about Israel. It is just a Starbucks coffee cup. Uh, there was audio that could go with this, but it was in Turkish. Yep. So I don't think I didn't think our audio or our audience would appreciate that dearly as much. But let me ask you, Jerry, um, is this anything? I mean, she was a 20-plus-year reporter yep. for this network. Um, the fact that she has a Starbucks cup on her desk, um, is this anything? I mean, it sucks for her, right? You got to know your audience, right? That goes yeah. without saying, and I don't care what you do. You got to know your audience. And and in a time where the Israel, uh, we'll say Israel-Hamas, because it's not even Israel-Palestine. During the Israel-Hamas conflict or war, you have to be very cognizant of everybody wants you to take a side. Yes. Right. So literally, this is just a Starbucks cup sitting on a desk. That's all it was. And they called it a pro-Israel Starbucks cup. So is this anything? It's horrible for her. She's got to be more aware. Feel bad for her, but that's why I don't live in Turkey. <laughs> so is it anything? No. 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 Okay, it's nothing. Not for me. Okay. So that let me extrapolate this out a little bit. So now you've got all these... What the uh, the Harvard president is under fire for a number of different things, including um, statements and not statements on this whole war. I know uh, Northwestern is going after it, a lot of the Ivy League schools. Um, traditionally, college students have been very involved in politics, whether or not they can actually do anything about it. Is it on the presidents of universities or universities to make a statement on things that do not regard education? I mean, everybody's so politicized now. You even have your, your third grade kids teacher making political statements, right? I'm not surprised when these kids are in college and they're Marxist and socialist because basically they've been Marxist and socialist their whole life up until then, living off mommy and daddy's money, mommy and daddy's rules. They don't know how the lights come on. They don't know how they work. Right, they right. just know they flip the light and it comes on. Yes. Right, communism's so, great until you run out of somebody else's until money. Until you're the one paying for the lights. Right, right, and up until now they're not paying for the lights. So I, I am not surprised when this is the case for college students. That's why so many people come out of college and they go, "Oh, this sucks." Like now, <laughs> now I got to pay rent. Now I got to pay this. Now I got to pay that. And all of a sudden, you get smacked in the face with being an adult, and it's not so much fun anymore. No, now there was. One of the shows here at WIBC uh, brought this up. There was a uh, 
a, a girl who had she had her first real nine to five job, and she was on I I don't know if it's, she was on YouTube or somewhere, but basically crying on how much having a nine to five job sucked because it wasn't just nine to five. She's like, you don't understand. I have to get up at six. Oh, I, I saw have, there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, she wants I, to be compensated. Yeah, yeah, she wanted to be compensated for her getting ready and her commute time, mm-hmm. and then she's like, but then you know it's. It's not just nine to five. I, you know, they take an hour out because for lunch or half an hour, and then you got to commute home. And sometimes you don't get home till it's dark, and then I can't stay out and party all night because I got to get back up at six o'clock the next day. I saw that girl was canned. So, are you shocked that she allegedly was not a very good employee? No, not at all. (laughs) And this is the future. These are this is the future. It it is. I guess I'll figure it out. That's maybe I maybe I'm welcoming AI. AI can't get here fast enough. You know what? If the murder robots, if we lose a person here or there, so be it. They're going to be the only ones who apparently want to work. Yep. I I will see your twenty bucks an hour and raise you one automated Krabby Patty. <laughs> now, have you ever had people that report to you? Have you ever been the boss? Yeah. Are you the boss? Yeah. I am not the boss now. Well, I'm the boss at home, <laughs> honey. Unless you're listening, I'm the boss for everybody else. Jerry, your secret's safe with me and our 100,000 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so what what was the hardest thing for you being the boss? Uh, because I'm military being empathetic. Yes. Right? Everything is so black and white. You're the wrong or you're right. right. And I had to learn how to operate in gray. So, yeah, exactly. Either you're taking the order or you're you're giving the order, but it always gets followed and there should be no questions. Yeah. And I agree. And I, I've been the boss in varying degrees now for 20 plus years and yes it, it's it's trying to find that line of being empathetic and understanding that what's going on in people's lives do have some impact on their work but on the other hand there's a job to be done and where's personal stuff stay personal and where is getting the job done where does that need to be getting the job done and i gotta tell you i feel for somebody like matt hiblin this week who's had to deal with sickness and yeah you got all three of us who are doing the show today, including producer Carl, uh, myself, oh, and sucks. Jerry. Uh, yeah, we. None of us. This is our real job or our full time job. So yeah, we're, having, we're the scabs. Yeah, we, we are. <laughs> like I say, we're playing with house money, man. So drop all the f bombs you want. <laughs> I take that back. For whoever in management is listening, we're not going to drop any f bombs. That's just our little make ourselves amuse ourselves. So. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. I'm sure a lot of the people listening have our employers themselves, and they know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, let's go check in with Matt Bear now and get a look at the roads. We're to, oh, we're not going to Matt Bear getting a look at the roads. Scratch that, Matt Bear. We're going to break. We we are not. <laughs> We got st- we got plenty of stuff to talk about, Carl. I'm sorry. I miss I misread the clock. It's my first. 